Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, back here in the Ohio and this weekend, um, former President Donald Trump is making another speech in Lorraine, uh, Ohio. Um, not sure. I mean, I guess he'll talk about what he did as president and everything. Um, and then um, I, I'm sure he's got a list of candidates he wants to endorse and everything. So it should be good. Um but the news of yesterday is uh, Governor Mike DeWine and Lieutenant Governor John Husted, and they were at rallies recently with Trump that where they were booed at. So now they're not going. And, you know, neither one of them is saying, hey, we got booed. We don't get along with the president, former president. Um, you know, DeWine says, hey, I've got a family event. Husted hasn't said exactly why he's not coming. I don't know, Craig. I mean, you can't make it everywhere that somebody invites you to. Um, but but it does kind of send a message. You think should we read into this, or are we reading it into a little bit too much by saying Trump and Houston can't make it? Well, I don't, I don't think you're reading into it too much. I, I you know I think it, it speaks volumes as to maybe what they you know how they want to tie themselves with President Trump. You know, I mean, do they obviously they've been booed at previous rallies and even though maybe some of the emotions have sort of been tamped down a little bit because the pandemic's slowly kind of moving into the rear view and people are getting back to normal and the governor's not as you know out out there as much as he was you know during the height of the pandemic where he's on at least twice a week on tv so maybe it's probably best just to not go and and maybe you know there's no reason for the governor and the lieutenant governor to attend a, a, a rally like this. Maybe they just, uh, you know, don't feel like it's necessary and, and or, or want to. I mean, it's probably not reading too much into it, but, you know, it does maybe speak a little bit to maybe where they think they're at right now as far as their their ties with the former president. Brandon, what do you think the protocols for politicians? Um, you know, Trump's not the current president. I mean, if you're a state rep or if you're the governor or if you're like a U.S. senator or U.S. rep, do you think there's an obligation to be there? So if you're like a Democratic senator and um, Biden's coming into town, I mean, I'm sure if they reach out to you and say, hey, can you be there? You'd be like, all right, I guess I should be there. But what do you think the protocol is for stuff like that? No, there's no protocol. It's just kind of like uh, uh kind of like what's the best a, a response and right. i don't think i think that's kind of what's so you not unique is not the word for it but that's what's uh what the nature of trump's uh reality is currently is that 
He lost an election. It didn't do much to take away his relevance for 2024. Um, and now um, the media, partly because the media is is going on a on a, it's going, it's it's um, it's it's like a, a I don't want to, I don't know how to, I hate using this kind of metaphor, but it's a tr- it's a junk a Trump junkie. You know, they just love giving that guy oxygen. They love, right? Um, well, they're just going to be like so he has apparently had several. Um, interviews with journalists, uh, you know, the folks he bashes as fake news half the time, but, you know, gives them like a 90 minute on the record interview with giving them little, little tidbits here and there. And then, um, you know, um, and then, you know, he's kind of the, you know, bad publicity. There's, you know, is is good publicity in a sense, even though some of it might make him look bad, it'll bounce off for him. He knows that it won't dissuade his, his base. Um, wine in Houston are more of a, um, you know, you know, for them, it's, it's an easy, it's an easy choice to make to say, look, we're not coming to someone so to a rally where one, that base doesn't really receive us well anyway. And two, it's like, you know, this guy lost an election recently, three, 2024 is not even around the corner. Um, it's, it's more, we're focused on our, they got to focus on their own primary challenge and, up in, uh, in a couple of years. So um, it's, it's not a, I think when you say Biden's coming to town, well, yeah, he's the president. Um, yeah, yeah. Just kind of common courtesy to show up for that. If, if you, if you can. So um, um, not to say that, you know, I don't necessarily think I wouldn't mind, don't, wouldn't mind either way if Rob Portman didn't show up, <laughs> I guess not. He's retiring anyway. So it's, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's just strange how like, um, um, the next couple of years are just going to be this debate about how relevant is Trump going to be, um, and and then it it will be fascinating to see if um, um, I mean, craziest thing that could happen, you know, in a couple of years' time is you know Republicans win the House and they do go into this crazy spiral of making Trump the Speaker or whatever. I don't know if that's going to really happen. Um, but then again, stranger things have happened. So, um, you know. Uh, I don't, as far as, uh, these, uh, you know, this kind of rally, it's, it's, it's too early. It's only, it's only June 23rd and 2021. <laughs> it's not like, uh, um, we're like so many years, uh, we're years away from the 2024. <laughs> well, I think another thing on top of that too, is we've never had a former president kind of going like a speaking tour. Like, you know, former President Obama, I mean, he'll give speeches here and there, but, you know, it's mostly like, you know, some entity invites him to talk or if he wants to make a speech somewhere. I mean, you're not seeing, you know, Obama on the tour circuit. You you didn't see George W. Bush go on a bunch of speeches. It's kind of strange. And, Craig, I got to tell you, too, the thing that struck me, I think his last speech was in North Carolina at some GOP event. And I, I watched it because I'm like, okay, is he going to make news? Is he, just go, is he going to go completely off script? Is he going to reveal anything? He wasn't. It was just another, hey, here's all I did as president. Look at me. And, you know, the current president is doing the job. And I might run. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, bring new material. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you're a comic and you're doing a tour two years ago, man, if you go on tour this year, you got to bring some new material, Craig, you know, 
Don't don't play don't dance with the same uh, you know content. Give me some new content. What what can he do that would at least be interesting? I'm not even saying rally the base, but yeah, you, know, you got to bring some new content to Lorraine. You know, come on. Well, I, you know, I it's interesting because I I I totally forgot that he had a speaking engagement in North Carolina. So I think it goes to something out of the ordinary for him is what we've usually had. His speaking engagements have usually resulted in a lot of uh, whether it be backlash from the media backlash from you know the current president you know it's it is what it is but you know i I think that as far as the new material goes i don't know that he needs new material i think um you know if his prior engagement and then maybe this lorraine engagement might be more subtle and tamped down for him i don't know that that's what his fan base wants I, i i don't know that they want him to just come in here and, and do the, uh, you know, the old politician song and dance of kissing babies and shaking hands and endorsing some person and not bad mouthing someone. I mean, I think that's kind of what we've come to expect. So, you know, it's and especially to like a larger degree with him and maybe that kind of on steroids. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if he needs to change. I think for him, you know, for his fan base, they don't want him to change. They don't want him to be reserved and calm and you know, not speak his mind, if you will. They want him to, you know, come to these things and badmouth the governor and badmouth this and do this and do that. So I would almost expect, and, you know, I think a lot of this is him trying to stay relevant, knowing that 2024, while not around the corner necessarily, is in the is, is coming up, knowing that it's a possible run. So I think that's the biggest difference between him versus maybe, President Bush and President Obama, you know, not really doing this whole speaking engagement or going from town to town because they were they were done. They had no, you know, political life left in them, whereas, you know, Donald Trump sort of still does if he wants to. And, you know, the Republicans, obviously, he won Ohio very convincingly, which was a surprise to some. Um, I think the margin was is the, the biggest surprise, not the fact that he won, but maybe by how much. But, you know, He's going to rally his troops and, you know, we'll see what he says at this at this uh, meeting. I'm sure that some of the people that he'll maybe endorse or whatever will probably want him to say some you know remarks about the governor, about how, you know, the governor handled covid and, you know, everything. So I'm sure Josh Mandel will probably want to try to get involved and try to get his name out there during something like this to, you know, stump for more votes for, uh, you know, run against Gene Timkins. So. It's going to be, you know, probably there should be fireworks. This is what we come to expect with the former president. Brandon, he's got to be like, he has to have like an encore song to come out to. You know what I mean? Well, like, like Aerosmith came to my mind. What's that encore song that Aerosmith do? You know, is it don't want to miss a thing or something? You know what I mean? He's got to have his like, you know, is Crooked Hillary his encore? I, I don't know. What, what what would it be? I, I don't know. Oh, uh, probably, well, like, the best hit, the hit, best of hits would they had so far that didn't really seem to land with voters would just be Joe Biden's uh, uh, mental mental fitness. I mean, that's kind oh, yeah. of been Sleepy the line. Joe. Sleepy yeah. Joe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, try to kind of paint him as a uh, as luck, this guy's being, he's, he's, they're kind of doing the same nasty thing that happened to Reagan with, um, and, you know, 
I, who knows what the truth will ever be, but like Reagan's, you know, uh, mental health was, was in his fine in his second term was attacked in a sense. I don't know if it was attacked back then or just in hindsight after his Alzheimer's diagnosis, but, um, that's what that's kind of like being done again, kind of like, Oh, look at Biden. Like, you know, it's, he, he's being, he's being, he's a puppet, you know, his mental's not capacity's not there kind of thing. So, um, um, so, um, um, at least enough, it's there enough to do speeches and, uh, um, you know, and whatnot. So, um, well, uh, I, and I guess I'm saying Craig hit the nail. Bye, Craig. <laughs> well, before Craig goes, Craig hit the nail on the head. Obviously, he's going to be going and saying, you know, he's going to go to the old hits. He's not going to make new news. I mean, yeah, he might do a, a different attack on the governor, but he's not going to say anything different. So he should embrace the life, you know. If he if he's playing to this crowd and saying the same stuff, you know, give the hour speech, hold the final thing to the end. Maybe it's Sleepy Joe, you know. So after he leaves and the crowd's like, one more rant, one more rant, he'll come back on. Everyone go crazy and he'll do five more minutes of Sleepy Joe. You know what I mean? I, I think that'll be interesting. Just look at him like a pop person or a rock person. Yeah, you know, maybe that's more than just a political speech. So I don't know. Well. Uh, keep checking us out in the Ohioan. Check out our sponsors. Um, you know, Ashley Home Store. If you need to buy furniture, great place to go to. Use the link on our uh, site. And uh, thanks. We'll be back shortly for another segment. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com. <laughs> 